Hi everybody. Welcome once again to Chew on the Word. It's so good that we can come back again to Chew on the Word again, and I will do this together with Pastor Lee Chu on alternate week, alternate Wednesdays, every week at 10 p.m. from now until the middle of December, just before Christmas. I want to share with you tonight on a very important topic of God's call for us to unite, not only for SIBKL, but for all the churches in Malaysia, for the body of Christ in Malaysia to unite, especially during these unprecedented days, during these volatile times and these uncertain. Things we are not sure what's going to happen, both politically as well as far as the virus is concerned. So it is very important that during this time, the Church of Jesus Christ, the body of Christ, must stay together, must be united. We can be socially distanced, but we cannot. I repeat. Cannot be spiritually distanced. And what better passage in the Bible about unity than the very well-known Psalm 133? Only three verses, but I can guarantee you, after tonight, as we read the three and expound the three verses of Psalm 133, the whole psalm to you. Will not be the same anymore. It will literally jump out from the Bible as we see a lot of wonderful lessons about unity in this psalm. First of all, let me read the whole psalm to you. Psalm one three three. How good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity! Exclamation mark. It is like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down upon the collar of his robes. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord commands or bestows His blessing, even life forevermore. The question I want to ask us is, what unites us? Three things. From this passage, the first thing that united the children of Israel was a common cause, because you notice that it was a song of ascents. In other words, as the children of Israel were climbing up Mount Zion. They were going to the temple to worship the Lord, and as they were going up the temple, going up the hill, they were singing this song, the song of ascents. And what united them was the common cause of going to the temple to worship the Lord. Can you imagine? Twelve tribes of Israel, twelve distinct. Tribes of Israel, everyone 
different and yet united by one common cause, worship the Lord. I want to say to you, what unites the churches, what unites SIBKL, surely has to be the common cause of honouring Jesus, of worshipping the Lord together. It reminds me of David. In in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 29, when David came into the scene, when the Philistines' army every day were taunting the Israeli army, and Goliath came into the scene, and every time Goliath came and challenged the army of Israel, the whole army of Israel all ran away, helter-skelter, like a chicken, the chickens without head. And David came in. And the first thing David said in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 29, in the KJV translation, is there not a cause? Meaning, hey folks, why are you guys running away? Shouldn't there be a higher cause of honouring the Lord and defending the name of of God and then all of you just run away and be disunited? No! Is there not a cause to unite all of us? There must be a higher cause. And this higher cause, whether to worship the Lord, to honour the Lord, to glorify the Lord, unites the church of Jesus Christ. You know, in the 1992, in the Barcelona, is it Barcelona? Yeah, Barcelona Olympic Games. The US basketball team was called the dream team. Why? Because in 1988 in Seoul, the United States got only the bronze medal. Oh, how could it be? The United States basketball team got the bronze medal. Cannot be must always be gold one. And so in 1992, for the first time in the history of the US Olympic basketball uh, uh, games, the dream team came. And you see a picture of the dream team there. there. I, I can actually name nine of the 12. John Stockton, Charles Barkley, Magic Johnson, Michael, John, Michael Jordan, uh, Larry Bird, and so on and so forth. And, uh, and they won the gold medal because uh, they are professionals. And the amazing thing is, every one of these 12 basketball players were legends of their own, giants, literally, of their own. And yet, together, they sank their individual talents, played as a team for their country, for a higher cause and they won the gold medal. But then there was a problem because at the gold medal ceremony, it it is in accordance with the contract they signed that they cannot display the brand of another sponsor other than the sponsor over them professionally. So Michael Jordan had a problem because he was sponsored by Nike and all the jackets, the US jackets, were sponsored by Reebok. So he cannot display the Reebok brand, the label, because it would be against his professional contract. So what he did, and a lot of them do, they 
drape themselves with the U.S. flag. So the flag took over. The flag took over. It was a higher cause. The flag of the United States, it just shows that all of them, individual giants and talents on their own right, came together, played for a common cause, for the good and the glory of their country. So what unites us? A higher common cause to honour the Lord, to worship Jesus and to glorify His name. The second thing that should unite us is what I call a common affirmation. Because you read in verse 1, how good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity. And verse 3, For there the Lord bestows His blessing. In other words, the Lord affirms it. How good and pleasant it is when brothers, not bishops, not leaders, not pastors, when brothers, aren't we brothers and sisters in Christ? So as brothers come together, Wow, you know, the word together has always been in the theme of SIBKL for many years since 2017. Together we build God's kingdom. Together we follow Jesus. And for 2021, together we overcome. It is together, 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 brothers. But what was it that united them? The affirmation of God. How good! And pleasant it is when I see you all dwell in unity. Wow! What an affirmation. It's good and it's pleasant. You see, not, not, not everything that is good is pleasant. For example, surgery is good, but it's not pleasant, believe me. You know, in olden days, uh, my mother used to bow fu cha for me. Those herbal cha, very bitter one, you know. For yit hei la, you know, wind and so on. It's good for me. But believe me, it's not pleasant. It's very bitter. And uh, a lot of things are very pleasant. But it's not good. For example, um, dessert is very, very pleasant. But believe me, it's not good for your blood sugar, lor. But here, it is good and it is pleasant. What is good and what is pleasant? Unity! So God is saying to you and to me, who is affirming us? God the Father looks down as a church that is united, looks down at a group of Christians that are united and say to you and to me, so good, so pleasant that you are united. Don't we want to hear that from the Father to affirm us that it is good and it is pleasant? Like, like me affirming my grandson, uh, 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 Jay. Jay, so good, so pleasant. We all need affirmation. We want to hear the Father say to us, so good, so pleasant. That's because we are united. 
And how does God affirm us? He bless us. Verse 3, For there the Lord bestows or commands His blessing. Look at the verse. It is not God commands a blessing. Huh? He commands His blessing. And what was His blessing? There's only one blessing that the children of Israel understand and know. It is the ironic blessing. Read this with me. The ironic blessing will be your portion, will be my portion when we are united as brothers and sisters in one body in the Lord. So the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face towards you and give you peace. The ironic blessing will be your portion, your household, your children for generations to generations when we are united in the Lord. So what unites us? A common cause? A common, you can say a common ass assignment if you want an A. Secondly, a common affirmation. And thirdly, I read from these three verses, a common anointing binds us together. So in verse 1, how good and pleasant it is when brothers live together in unity. It is like the precious oil poured on the head, coming down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down upon the collar of his robes. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion. Here we see two, two pictures, oil and dew. Both are symbols of the Holy Spirit. In other words, God is saying to you and to me, friends, when we are united, the Holy Spirit is now given to us, anointed us to do wonderful things, to do marvellous things, to serve Him. When we are united, the Holy Spirit anoints us. The Holy Spirit empowers us. In other words, when we are united, we give access to the Holy Spirit. We give permission to the Holy Spirit. We give authority to the Holy Spirit to empower us, to do great works for Jesus. Isn't it what we want? We can do all of these things when we are united. So as I close, let us remind us what unites us in this Psalm 133. Number one, a common cause, a higher cause of honouring the Lord, worshipping Him. Number two, a common affirmation. It is the Father's affirmation. How good, son, how pleasant, daughter, that you are united together. Surely, the Father's affirmation is enough to unite us because we want to hear Him uh, affirm us. Uh. And thirdly, a common anointing. The Holy Spirit will now empower us to unite us together, to love Him and serve Him even more. Let me close. Let me close with John chapter 17, 
verses 20 to 21. And here, the heart of Jesus himself. Jesus himself said this in John chapter 17, verse 20 to 21. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. This is a high priestly prayer. This is a prayer of Jesus, not only for that time, but for us even now. What did Jesus pray for? Jesus says, my prayer is not for them alone. Who is them? The disciples. I pray also for those. Who's those? You and I. Lah. Every one of the others who will believe. What did Jesus pray for? That there, who's there? The Jews and the Gentiles, all of us, that all of them may be what? One. May be united. So that, in what way? Just as you, Jesus said, are in me and I in you. What is that? At what level of unity is Jesus hoping that we achieve? Trinitarian. The same level of unity as the Trinity. Wow. So that may they be in us, so that the world may believe. It's when we're united, friends, that the world can believe the truth of the gospel. It is not an option. It is a prayer of Jesus. And it is the message that we must send to the whole world that you and I, SIBKL, the Church of Jesus Christ in Malaysia, must be one. My prayer for you as I close tonight, that we all will be united together as one body in Christ. Because this is the desire and the heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me pray. Oh, hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray that even in this critical time, we may be united as one. As said in your word in Psalm 133, in John chapter 17, Lord, that we might be one as you are one, that the world may know that you are alive that the gospel is true. By this shall all men know that we are your disciples if we have love for one another. So God, I want to pray today that the church and the body of Christ in Malaysia will be united in these critical seasons. We will not be divided, but we will be united even more, even more, Father Lord, so that the power of the Holy Spirit can work through us, can anoint us, Father Lord. And then we hear you say, well done, well done, son. Very good, very pleasant. Father, we bless your holy name today, even as we rest, Lord, that tonight we know and we know that even as we obey you, Lord, you can work through us for the glory and the honour of your name. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you and we praise you. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. 
this coming week, Pastor Isaac and I will be sharing on Zechariah chapter 6. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful message on a passage of the Old Testament, probably one of the most important passages in the Old Testament. You won't want to miss it. See you then this weekend. God bless you all.